0: it's funny I mean what would you feel about a man who snatched your daughter and terrorized and raped and killed her I certainly wouldn't appreciate it it's, it's funny but it's odd on the kinds of things people say under those circumstances possess them permanently and that's why you killed them right right not because I was angry with them not because I hated them but because I wanted to keep them with me. She had a Spanish test the next day and she thought that I had taken her to help tune me for a Spanish test. It
1: was kind of odd. The long and short of it was that,
0: that I, again, knocked her unconscious and strangled her. Branching out, that's when the cannibalism started. Heating of the heart and uh, the arm muscle it was a way of uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. Again, just shocked, kind of scared to death, shocked, horrified about, and I went down the road throwing the briefcase, the, the, the crutches, the rope, the clothes, just tossing them out the window, and the crowbar, everything, ankles, everything. I got mad at myself two weeks later because I'd have to go out and buy another pair. Some people go crazy at that point. I felt that it was one hell of a tweak. I mean, to just flip out and not know where I was.
1: So warped by his evil impulses that he even took a victim's head with him to work at the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory.
0: To be walking up the stairs with a camera bag that belonged to a young woman that had her severed head in it walking up to my apartment, past a happy young couple coming down the stairs who nodded and smiled at me. Because, you know, most of them don't assume you're, gonna, you're actually gonna, to kill them. As they went by, good evening, and they're going out on a date where I'd love to be going. And I'm aware of both of these realities and the, dis- the distance between those two is so dramatic, so amazing, so violent. This is a sensation. I kept the uh, the mummified uh, head and skull of one of the victims in uh, a a carrying case in my locker at work. Maybe you would have gone about it in a gentle way. Is there a gentle
1: way? Yeah. Oh,
0: Then I tried to uh, keep the person alive by inducing a zombie like state one victim let me back in the car I locked myself out she opened the door for me my gun was under the seat what in the hell am I doing telling you that
2: Haley if there's a state that you had to disappear inside of what state would it be
3: Okay, are you asking me what state I want to disappear inside of, or like
2: get lost in? I guess.
3: Are you asking me where I think I could, or where I would want to?
2: Well, obviously, where would you want to is (laughs) the start of the question.
3: (laughs) If I I, I mean. I would want to get lost maybe somewhere like Sam, like like in California, San, like San Francisco area, hmm. Bay area. It's my favorite part of the country that I've been to thus far. Okay. I feel like I could get lost there. Like disappear there. In a city? Yeah. Big city? Okay. Because there's so many people, you're not going to really pay attention to me.
2: Well... Hey everybody, welcome to Dude Where's My Killer where this is a more relaxed episode, this one. Yeah. More relaxed. That's, we've been we've been killing a shit ton of people the last few yes, like the we, last couple months here.
3: We really have been and I think it's time we uh our our bloodlust is not so we're not so thirsty.
2: We might not get any blood at all this episode.
3: Wow. We
2: might not get any blood. Let's see. We'll see here.
3: We gotta be careful.
2: Mm hmm. Tell everybody, dude, where's my killer? Um, yeah, this will be our Halloween episode where uh I guess we're going to be going less murdering and more,
3: maybe a little bit
2: creepy and spooky a little bit more.
3: Are we going to be spooky, ooky, dookie?
2: Uh Well, if the people dookie at home, that is on them.
3: Well, I'm just saying. But
2: no dookie in here in the studio.
3: Are we going to be ooky, spooky?
2: We're gonna be ooky spooky.
3: Okay.
2: Maybe a little bit kooky. Whoa. But just no
1: dookie. Okay. You made it very clear. That's your own
2: thing, dude. We know your favorite thing to do is dookie.
3: No, my favorite thing to do is sleep.
2: Also pookie, but you know. No, my favorite thing to do is sleep. Well, we're not sleeping on this episode. No,
3: we're
2: not. We're getting into some fun.
3: We're um, wide awake.
2: So, with that said, I guess let's start off by saying social medias. Yay. Do it! This little house cleaning right here. So, yeah. Social medias. Dude, where's my killer? As I promised people last week, I said I was going to post pictures of, of Elma Wayne. And
3: you did.
2: Posted pictures of Elma Wayne. Look, to, he's an look guy, right? Yeah. He doesn't look nothing like a, like a boy murderer.
3: He doesn't look like a killer. He does, however, look like an Elmer Wayne.
2: <laughs> does he look like Elmer Wayne you?
3: Yeah, he does. I don't think
2: he looks like Elmer Wayne. He
3: does.
2: I think he looks like more of a women murderer than a boy murderer.
3: Well, you know. Now you can't really tell. But <laughs> he does look like an Elmer Wayne.
2: All right. Well, it looks like his name was definitely made for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got Elma Wayne and uh posted pictures of Dean Cole, also his what his house looks like now. Yes. Instant, right? Yeah,
3: I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the craziest thing is that when I first seen it, I was like, wait, he was doing all this boy murder in a neighborhood?
3: <laughs> it's just like
2: a cul de sac. Like all this boy. Well, uh, the thing I didn't—I don't think I mentioned it on the on those episodes—but he like would turn the he like turn like the music up to very high volume. He had like an amplifier, so his uh-huh. music got even like super loud. Yeah. So anytime, ooh,
1: I wonder
3: if it's like my neighbor.
2: Hmm. <laughs> for people that are at, yeah, at well, home I was going to tell
3: this story I didn't okay. just say that not Okay
2: well you get into the story of of our very well, nice used to be neighbor for
1: me
3: Yes well I live in an area where people either going to have pretty nice houses mm-hmm. or like not nice at all mm-hmm. Like I live in what I like to call a meth sandwich there have been two meth explosions on either side of my house on different ends of the road, so mm-hmm. that's that's one thing.
2: While well, also Carrie Underwood and one other both lived right down the street from her at yes, the same time, this is true.
3: <laughs> so, which is
2: very just that tells you how weird her neighborhood is.
3: Yeah, the, all of the Juds live kind of on the same tract of land, mm-hmm. and it's like a mile away Except from the house. No, Ashley, actually, they're technically all living on the same land.
2: Really? Ashley? Wait. It seems Ashley, like it's Florida.
3: Ashley and Naomi. Naomi is past Ashley. Hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna say the street name, but
2: I'm pretty sure nobody here's no. gonna find the street that they live no. on, babe. It's that like, <laughs> so far away. Their
3: address is not <laughs> on Fifth Road. That is kind of dicky of me. But anyways um there is a, there's a neighbor that I Also, have. you can
2: Google it, by the way.
3: Yeah, you can Google it. <laughs> public record. <laughs> Anywho. So, there is a neighbor that I have that has this, it's not even a house. It's a barn. It's like a barn. It's a, it's a farm. There's not a house on the property, but it's just a really nice farm. And one night, we came home, and we were, we, were, we got out of my car, and there was a, we just heard Music. We heard what appeared to be a live concert, and I was like, oh my god, what the heck is going on? And I had a feeling I knew where it was coming from.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So we literally drove over by this nice ass farm, and they were having like a live concert at the farm of uh, a, what appeared to be a not very good cover band.
2: You say not very good? I I thought it was all right. They
3: were decent. They were great.
2: I thought it was all right. Yeah. Definitely for people just playing in the wilderness somewhere.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't really call that the wilderness, though. Like, it could have been a charity event.
2: Yeah. Either way, to end the story, Haley got scared when a a car drove up.
3: There was someone leaving, (laughs) and we were parked across the street. Very clearly listening to what was going on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we have got to go. So I like, I hightailed it out of there.
2: And I never see Haley. So scared in my lifetime. I was
3: scared. I don't. I.
2: She thought the car was like following us, and she was like, "Oh, I gotta ditch him." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. I never heard. I never heard my my girlfriend talk like a nineteen fifties mobster before. Yeah. But we I got am, we got to ditch him, buddy.
1: <laughs>
3: I am predisposed to nineteen fifties talk <laughs> What can I say?
2: All right. Well, yeah. So again, this is our relaxed episode. Uh, we do stories like that from time to time, and um, I guess again, follow the social medias. Mm-hmm. We did get a nice comment earlier yes, this we this did. week. Yes, for Maybe one of my friends, for the my, one of my friends that uh that we are both uh true crime fans. We we're, we're both uh, members of the crime and sports fan group. And um again, another podcast. I think I plugged their podcast like 20 times on this on this show on this um show show, you know. Just a little bit. <laughs> Which by the way, plugged they did an episode for Dixon, Tennessee, what where what? I lived for a total of like two months before Woo-hoo. I found out how shitty it was. It should not be
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> so yes. Um so yes, thank thanks for the good comments and leave some reviews, rate us, subscribe, all that good old jazz. Yes. Well, I guess we did to get to our episode now. Yeah. And uh, I guess I need to play a nice little song for us because this is what I think we would like to call our happy episode since we're not getting really into any uh. Again, we're not getting into any boy murderers. There's no rape. There's no rape in this episode. Let's put it like that. There's zero raped that is known in I this episode. This is like the
3: first time in two months no one's been raped.
2: <laughs> there's no rape in this episode, so we're gonna get we're gonna play a happy, we're gonna play a little snippet of happiness right here. Okay. And I think we need to start making this into like a little, like, you know, ritual that we do when there's like no rape in our episode. Okay.
3: No
2: one's getting raped today. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so, oh, man. Where did it get it to? Gnome Alaska. Gnome?
3: Is gnome? It spelled like a garden gnome?
2: N-O-M-E. Okay, no. Gnome, like a garden gnome, has a silent G. No, so yeah, it's not a silent G, but but it's pretty much spelled like without the G. Okay. So gnome Alaska. All
1: right. Oh.
2: So that's our happy song right there. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna owe some royalties to uh, oldest writing, but you know. Nah, we're talking
3: over most of it. <laughs> also, we really can't afford
2: to pay that. <laughs> all right, Nome, Alaska. So, do you know anything about Nome, Alaska at all?
3: It's in Alaska.
2: It's in Alaska.
3: And that's it.
2: Well, you have seen Nome, Alaska, or you at least have heard about Nome, Alaska, since so I'm a hundred percent sure you watched at least one of these movies. Okay. So, such movies have been set in Nome, Alaska, such as, i uh, trying to think, the Cuban Gooding Jr. movie, Snow Dogs.
3: Okay, definitely Snow. have not seen that. You
2: have not seen Snow Dogs? No. Really? Mm-mm. I'm very surprised by that.
3: Why? It's a crappy Disney movie.
2: It's dogs!
3: Yeah, but it's also... It's also just not anything I'd be interested in watching. Balto. What? Balto? Balto? Yeah. Is that another dog movie?
2: Disney, Yes, yeah, a Disney dog movie. You'd never see
1: that either.
3: Here's the deal. I don't watch dog movies because most of the time the dog dies. A dog dies. That's their only card they have to play for like a high emotional moment. And True. I don't want to watch dogs die. Any non-dog movies on that list? I
2: don't think Snow Dogs died. on. It. I don't think no dogs died in Snow Dog.
3: I still don't really want to see it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um. Dwarf to Alaska, which I've never heard of. It's a 1960s movie, so I doubt it. Mm-mm. And the spoilers, that's no. a 1930s movie. So I definitely haven't seen that one.
3: What was the other one you said?
2: The spoiler is North to Alaska.
3: North to Alaska. Yeah. Okay. No.
2: No. Well, do you remember this movie, The Fourth Kind? The
3: Fourth Kind.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I've heard the name. I've never seen it.
2: All right. Starring Mila, Djokov- Mila jokovic Billy Jonovich, Jokovic. I know um, who that Mila is. Mila Jokovic, the Resident Evil girl. That's why I just yeah. know from. Um. So, yes. This is the setting of the movie The Fourth Kind.
3: Is that the movie she did with Bruce Willis? No. Okay.
2: That is the Phil Film element.
3: Well, mm-hmm. basically the same name.
2: <laughs> I guess.
3: I mean, it's a number and a thing.
2: <laughs> so 21 Jump Street is the same as No, 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 no,
3: no, no. It's the. the Number, uh-huh. And then
2: a noun. <laughs> so as long as movies have a number and a noun, it's the same thing.
3: Well, that that's very similar. <laughs> the fourth kind and the fifth element. I mean, that's very... They sound like a,
1: an, a, an it's, original and It's almost and
3: a like Chris
2: Tucker was in both of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is not a sequel. Trust me. The third
3: me. one and the the third one in the trilogy would be the sixth dimension.
2: Oh, I thought he was going for the sixth sense.
3: No, well, yeah, maybe.
2: You can get Bruce Willis.
3: Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got it. Does anyone know of a movie that's the seventh something?
2: Well, you got seven.
3: No, it has to be the seventh blank. The seventh
2: noun. Dang, I was going to say lucky number 11, but nope. can't go with that either.
3: That's not even seven. <laughs> it's not in the right position. you're, kept, you're not understanding the pattern. If you don't get the pattern, just move past that. Someone out there will maybe finally send
2: us an email. <laughs> <laughs> here's your killer At gmail.com
3: mm-hmm. if, you, if you know of what I'm talking about, if you want to continue this...
2: Just send us an email. Did we get any emails at all last week for, um, what, question, what was our question last week? I don't remember. I don't even
3: remember. I don't remember and I don't think so. <laughs> Just being honest.
2: Why don't we check our emails?
3: Um,
2: not enough time on my hands. <laughs> all right, everybody, but... If you do comment, rate, and subscribe, <laughs> we'll check that. Yeah, the
3: more, the
1: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get it to Nova, Alaska. Okay. Okay, so, fourth kind. When I first seen this movie, it scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. It is an alien movie. Mm-hmm. So, it's an alien movie, and it marketed it as a, based on a true story. And the way the director does it, it looks very much like it could be a true story. Like, it's one of those, it's not, it's like it's a movie that it's like they put found footage in the movie at the same time. Mm. It's like they'll show a scene and then they'll show how the scene actually played out on found footage.
3: So it's like, it kind of is like a, like a documentary with dramatized moments. Yes. It lo- That's what it looks like. Yes. Even though I'm assuming the found footage is fake as well.
2: Yes, the found footage is actually fake. When okay. it, it looks, but it looks very real. The director did it very real, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: when the, it came because the movie released, I think in oh, I have the have it right here, two thousand and nine. Oh, okay, released in two thousand and nine. And you know, by the time the internet started, it then it's still crazy how much more the internet has added on since
3: since two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because cause in 2009, you think, oh, then it can't get... This is good. Instagram yeah. <laughs> didn't in 2009. <laughs> it's
3: good. Smartphones weren't really a thing yet in 2009. And I didn't but, have a smartphone by then. They were, yeah, they, were,
2: they, were things. they were
3: things, but they weren't... They're not, as,
2: yeah, they're not like what oh, they are now. Yeah, no,
3: like kids no didn't have them at that point.
2: Yeah, there wasn't by no instance of what it was now. For like
3: sure. if, if people in my class... Like if in 2009, people in my class had... Smartphones, we were like, oh my god, their parents are fucking rich,
1: dude. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, pretty much after a while, people started getting smartphones, and you could start Googling up, like, how fake is this movie? Mm -hmm. So people started Googling up how fake is the movie, started, you know, starting trying to get counts of the movie, and Finally they just gave, came out with it and said, dude, this movie's fake. And that's the reason why you rarely see movies marking themselves as
3: based on a true story. Anymore. Yeah.
2: So turns out that they had an actress that they had a side actress and they would just it it's It, it was what, all fake. Yeah, I'm about to say we're not gonna get into the whole entire yeah. how the movie it was fake. <laughs> That's why that's why another podcast that we have not made yet called How a Movie's Made. <laughs>
3: I don't think so. <laughs> That's for you to Google if you're really curious about the logistics of that.
2: Yeah. But it is somewhat based on true events. It is somewhat based on true events. We'll get into it a little bit.
3: Okay.
2: Alaska, interesting enough, has, and i looked look these statistics up right quickly, has won the highest... Per average. Disappearance cases.
3: That does not surprise me.
2: Not at all. It probably shouldn't surprise you. But it will surprise you the numbers to this case for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Alaska, interesting enough, does not have a population higher than San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty crazy. Um,
3: That's not shocking to me at all.
2: Well, maybe this will be shocking to you. Uh, they, it is, they average a, an average of one out of every 3,000... A little bit over 3,000. 3,300 people which gets reported missing in Alaska a year.
3: I can't say that shocks me either.
2: Averages a total of five per 1,000 people go missing.
3: Okay, five out of 1,000, that's a lot.
2: Yes. Uh, since 1988, when it started taking up uh started taking tallies, tallies of missing cases mm-hmm. and this is results and this is from 1988 to 2005 there's been a there's been a total of over six sixty thousand missing persons cases
3: holy crap that's a lot
2: mm-hmm. um they have the highest percentage of people who stay missing
3: mm.
2: as well do
3: you know what the specific percentage is
2: of people that stay missing mm-hmm. uh i did not I did not get this get it out oh, of that yeah. article I did, so yes, so those are some statistics about Alaska right there
1: mm-hmm.
2: so a lot of people get these statistics and they try to make up you know why is this why is this happening? Why is there five per thousand people go missing, and yeah. you never see them anymore and then things like this happen in Alaska, and then people go,
3: Oh, oh maybe that answers my question.
2: Yes. So on November 17th,
1: 1986,
2: mm-hmm. uh, Japan Airlines flight 1628 was flying over Alaska. It was coming from Paris, France, to It was going to Tokyo, Japan. I don't know why you have to go to Alaska to do that, but we're not aviation people, so.
3: So wait, okay, hold on. They were going from Paris, France to Japan?
1: Yeah.
3: And they went through America?
2: They went, yeah, over Alaska.
3: They went over Alaska to get there?
2: I, Do I know why they did that? I have zero clue.
3: Um, yeah, that's, that's weird.
2: Yeah. Maybe
3: for some reason they, they weren't allowed to fr- fly over Russia.
2: I don't, honestly, I don't know. Uh, again,
3: that's just a guess. That, on my
2: that, I'm not an aviation person. I don't know about aviation stats. So, I don't know.
3: Well, I know that the, that stuff can be really strict. Yeah. And if you, I mean.
2: I mean, I guess maybe it has to do with Airstream or something, you know? Maybe no, the ears. Is... No, I, w-
3: I wouldn't say that that's a reason. I would say that it m- would probably have a little bit more to do with certain no-fly areas.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
3: No-fly zones?
2: Yeah, but you can fly with Russia, babe.
3: Well,
2: it might not be... uh, Russell's not that evil, babe. No, no, but I I don't
3: know what time this happened. Maybe it was then. Maybe it could have been a bunch of different things. I don't know. (laughs) When did you say this happened?
2: November 17th, 1986.
3: That would have been during the Cold War.
2: Yeah, but Japan's not part of the Cold War, babe.
3: No, but what I'm saying is France... Uh, Never mind. (laughs) I know my reasoning, but... (laughs)
2: All right, let's get it to what we do know. Facts here. <laughs> All right, so Japanese Boeing seven forty seven two hundred. It was a cargo aircraft en route from Paris, France, to Narita International Airport in Tokyo, carrying cargo of Blue Jeanlet Bujales wine. Bujales. Let me see. Uh, you probably ain't gonna be able to read my spelling because I spelled that very weird. Okay. B e a u j o l a i s. I
3: have no idea.
2: Boujolais. I'm just gonna some call wine. It right now. Some wine. <laughs> so that's carrying wine back to Japan from from Paris, France. Um. Now, it's interesting events that happen here. So, they're flying on. Autopilot um at 565 miles per hour at 35,000 feet in the air. Um then the Alaskan Air Traffic Control asked them to head towards Tal Talkent Talkentina. Talkentina. Um, Alaska. So I guess they go to the airport there to where they were fueling all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um When they're making that turn to go towards Taukentna Airport, two objects then move in front of them that they see come up in front of them. And uh, I'll show you a little picture of this, what they see. I guess I'll show it to you in a second. Mm -hmm. So they see these two objects. I'll show it to you right now. So they see that right there. And for the people at home... Get on Instagram and you'll be able to see yourself. <laughs> Get but on Instagram what, on Facebook would, group.
3: It just looks like two cubes mm-hmm. of. Uh, yeah, looks like two cubes. Mm-hmm. Really weird.
2: So the flight crew sees that. Now it's free people, and I'm not going to name any of the names because they are Japanese as fuck, their names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not going to even attempt to try to name any of the names. But let's just say one of these people, the main pilot, was had over 10,000 hours of flight experience. Oh, so, so he, he wasn't, wasn't he, messing around. No, he is a professional. Um, so you see these two cubes in front of them, and they're going, you know, we can't really see what they are. We just see light in front of us. And this happens at seven, uh, 1711. So, 1711, I think that's like what, 511 in actual R Talk? 511?
3: 511 11. 5, 11
2: p.m. Yeah, because that would be five hours past 12. Yeah, so 511 p.m. in R Talk. Um, so, this is happening in eastern Alaska at a time. So, they witnessed these two objects, and just to describe it to y'all a little bit, what they see is a rectangular glowing uh, wet tail glowing o-rays it pretty much it looks like fucking daft punk mask mm-hmm. literally they just see like a huge ass daft punk mask in front of their <laughs> front of their face right now be
3: like uh, I mean y'all what? are coming out with something new but this is some viral marketing
2: <laughs> <laughs> so literally here's they what
3: happened <laughs> they, they saw the they saw the head the the masks and then they started hearing get lucky <laughs> Like this
2: is catchy.
1: Like, am, I, am I about to die? <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so they said that pretty much these like objects would just try to stay in the dark. They wouldn't go towards the sun setting which was on the right side right there. Mm-hmm. It would just stay in kind of the darkest area of the left side right there.
3: Kind of like eye boogers? huh have you ever what? tried to like look directly at something floating in your eye?
2: No, I don't think so <laughs> I don't know the wait what
3: like if you say you have something in your eye like I, a like a little floaty thing
2: I, a floaty thing in your eye,
3: yeah, just like like an it's like a booger in your eye, like an no. eye weird thing, like an some schmutz in your eye. Uh-huh. And you try to look at it, it always kind of floats away.
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you talking
3: about? You're not going to sit there and make, no. make me sound like an idiot.
1: I don't
2: know what you're talking about, though. You
3: You might not know what I'm talking about, but I know you've experienced it because everybody has.
2: A floating thing in your eye?
3: Something that's on the surface of your eye that you can kind of see... But if you try to look directly at it, like if you shift your eye, it, 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 you can't just move the focus right onto it because it's just going to move.
2: I don't have a clue what you're talking about. That's
1: People your problem. Email they know us. What at, I'm
2: email, about. us at, email us. Email so us. You know they what the fuck we're talking about. Even Family
1: Guy didn't think
3: about. I don't know what you're talking. Family Guy didn't think about this. They're their cutaways.
1: I guess. So like I they're know.
3: always going away, like the floaty thing in your eye, and then it was like, ew, I'm over here. Now I'm over there. Don't try to look at me. I'm gonna go over there.
2: <laughs> Let's get back to the story. <laughs>
3: See, right. This
2: is this is mm. this is this is a true relaxed fit episode. <laughs> Where's Otis wedding at? <laughs> right now? Where's your
3: common sense? You <laughs> this is something everyone has experienced. All
2: right, so yeah, so the two objects
3: they um, stay towards the darkness.
2: They stand towards the darkness. Um, then the guy says, "They start kind of defining just the laws of gravity says just literally they'll just like just stop and go and stop and go like like they're like cars on the street, but you're in the air, so you can't like stop, but it'll just be like they'll stop, they'll go, they'll trying to shift around stuff like that. just I guess seeing like just like checking out pretty much he said it was like kind of like just checking us out mm-hmm. you know." So he said that at one point they got so close in front of him, it was about five hundred and five to a thousand feet in front of him, and he could feel the pilot could feel the heat from the thrusters of the object. Um. After a while, they left. I think it's, he said exactly around eleven. Uh, sorry, seventeen fifty one. They had left. Oh no, not seventeen fifty one. They didn't leave. They left a little bit before seventeen fifty one he said, then another third, much larger air- aircraft that was pretty much, he said, this is what you would think a UFO looked like. It was kind of like circular shaped and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And he said, that one got very close, but it got close to the rear of the plane. Mm-hmm. So the pilot really couldn't check it out as much, but the other people on the plane, there was two other people on the plane, they kind of like could check it out and see what it was like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um at seventeen fifty one a military craft came to help out because they didn't know what the fuck was going on, so mm-hmm. it was like, "We need some help here yeah. They said a military craft came to check out on the plane and they the crew of the military craft said they saw nothing okay uh, so when they landed uh you know they, they talked to the they started talking to the news you know the story broke, started talking to the news uh the captain of that Craft was actually uh, grounded for this for talking the press, he didn't get to start piloting again for a few years actually. Hmm. Mhm. The military said that pretty much that uh, it came out and said that they were, it was probably just a stealth fighter, mm-hmm. stealth bomber, stealth, something like that.
1: Mhm.
3: What do you think of stories like this? Do you believe... Now, actually, I'm going to expand that question. hmm Do you believe that there is life out there?
2: Aliens, yes. I do believe there's aliens out there.
3: hmm
2: Yeah. I think it only makes sense, right? It says, you know... It's life here. There's got to be something out there, right?
1: Uh,
2: uh. Eh. No.
3: Here, honestly, do you want to know what I think?
2: What up? Uh, hit me with it. Hit me with it, baby, one more time.
3: Okay. I think if there was like intelligent life out there, Mm -hmm. like actual intelligent life out there, we would know. So, do I think that there's life out there? Sure. A lot of people say
2: that we do know. A lot of people say that the government knows knows this stuff, but they just don't let it out because of how we will react. The government says, a lot of people say the government thinks that we will just like... People would just like go crazy. Yeah, we go self-destructive.
3: I don't think they're wrong.
2: Hmm.
3: I mean, I to be honest, I don't. If there is, I don't want to know. Hmm. I'm not someone that's like I've got to know. Tell me, I got to know about the aliens, because mm-hmm. I mean, if they're out there, and we like when we haven't had like a direct contact with them, I don't think we yeah. ever will. Yeah. Personally speaking,
2: well, do you would you think you want to hear a dialogue of this of the of this transaction right here?
3: Transaction
2: or what, well,
3: well, I mean, what what this, transaction?
2: Well, not transaction, but I guess
3: what what are you? But what are you? Well, between to?
2: between the uh, air traffic control and the Jap- Jap- Japanese flight.
3: Um, I hate to sound this way. Are they speaking English?
2: Yes, the dialogue okay. is in English. Yes. <laughs> the dialogue, no, I, I honestly, I just actually studied up on my j- Japanese. Okay. So I kind of want to show it off on the podcast. Oh, right,
1: sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, then I
3: would, then yes, I would like to hear that.
2: Okay, so this is the dialogue of the, of the, um, of the Alaska Traffic Center. Okay. And the Jap- Japanese fight. Mm-hmm. Um let's see where should I start off at? Um uh, Anchorage Anchorage Center Japan Air sixteen twenty eight. Uh do you have any traffic uh seven o'clock above? So seven o'clock above, you know. Yeah. That is. J the Traffic go, the Traffic center then goes. Japanese airline sixteen twenty eight heavy. Say again. Uh. Then Japan goes. Do Do you have any traffic in front of us? Air traffic center goes. Japanese Japanese sixteen twenty eight heavy Roger. The, Jap- Japanese then go uh Roger and uh we in sight uh two traffic uh. In front of us one mile about. Then Alaska. We're just gonna go Japan Alaska. Japan Alaska.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: fine. Uh, Alaska people go. Japan Airline, Roger, do you have uh can you identify the aircraft? Japan Japan people go, uh we are not sure, but we have traffic in sight now. Alaska. Japan Airline sixteen twenty eight heavy Roger maintain visual contact with your traffic and uh can you see altitude of the traffic Alaska uh Jap- Japanese uh almost the same altitude Alaska Japan Airline sixteen twenty eight Roger do you like a do you, would you like a higher or lower altitude Japan people uh no negative the Alaska Japan you know airline thing heavy see if you are able to identify the type of aircraft uh and see if you can tell whether it's military or civilian. Japan people. We cannot identify the type uh but we can see uh navigation lights and uh strobe lights because it's you know
3: it's dra- a- yeah <laughs> Uh, and we can, uh, hear, uh, Get Lucky, uh, this song is really, uh, catchy.
2: It's, uh, very futuristic. Uh, uh,
3: it's both, uh, futuristic and, uh, classic at, uh, the same time. Some uh might call this a uh timeless sound over (laughs) that's a pretty good review of (laughs) that
2: okay so let's go back japan so japanese people did we cannot identify the type, uh, but we can see uh, navigation lights in uh, scroll lights. Oh, I just, so
3: just out of curiosity, are <laughs> the uhs in the dialogue?
2: Yes, that oh, I'm not, I'm not reading, yes, I'm reading it like it said. Oh,
3: thank god. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with Kev?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm reading it like it said. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 he thought for a second he thought I was, I was like, just doing I was, I was just
3: like <laughs> is he short circuiting is he seeing the traffic
2: ahead I guess I should have already said that I should have mentioned that that it's all that is in the dialogue just like there's a ton of us. Well, they're Japanese, so maybe they're trying to figure out the w- words to I mean, say. I mean, I but guess, but the
3: people in Alaska know English.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing that I'm just, well, I'm guessing the Japanese are trying to figure out how to say things in English. Maybe I
3: know, but it's not just the Japanese that are doing all
2: the. Other <laughs> <things>. <laughs> That's that is true. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Alaska, Roger, sir. Say the color of the strobe and beacon colors. Japanese. The color is uh yellow or white and yellow. I think, Alaska. White and yellow. Thank you. Um. Let's see here. Then they get into a supervisor's entry, and pretty much the supervisor is just saying that there's not supposed to be a aircraft of that type in the sky. Pretty much. Um. Uh,
3: I would be so pissed if someone was like, yeah, there's not supposed to be anything in the air. I'm like, but dude, I'm telling you there is. <laughs> uh, look it up.
2: Yeah, I, well, I guess that's what I was just trying to check and make sure. Uh, so Alaska the people didn't reply back. Okay, we have no, we have confirmed we have no military aircraft working up there right now. Um, so then that's when the aircraft changed their position which is not, so then that's not reported to the Alaska people at that time. By the Japanese people do not report that to the Alaska people that have changed their position. Then it says the captain unsuccessfully tr- attempts to photograph them. Mm. So they're unsuccessful in that. Then Alaska people try to request information about the weather in the clouds. Um. Then Alaska inf- Then last, then I guess I guess at that time that the Japanese transmission started to kind of like go out a little bit. So now Mm -hmm. they're just trying to get back the transmission and stuff like that. Um, Japanese report the clouds are below them, and the target, uh, and the target, uh, traffic is extinguished, (laughs) meaning that the the now they they've disappeared. We cannot see it now. And then they get 5 to 10, they get, oh, sorry, 10 to 15 minutes of heavy frequency. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then, then at that point, then Alaska says, we don't see anything on your radar anymore. So, that's it right there. And then, interesting enough, time goes by. Then on January 29th, 1987, this happens right here. Now this one is now American plane at this point. American, yeah, American airline at this point. Alaska Airlines flight fifty three. Um, they observe a fast moving object on the radar. Now they never saw the object, but it was moving fast very in front of them. So, this is at eighteen thirty nine. So this is at eighteen thirty nine. So that is what six forty. Mm-hmm. So let's see like here.
3: Six thirty nine, Kip.
2: Six six thirty nine. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see because this one's different.
3: Military time is not a minute
2: behind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm trying to see what is the exact excerpt of this one right here okay I think the okay so I think I get it okay uh, so this is the Alaska airline and then this is the call center so uh, or airport center whatever so we're gonna go Zane for the airport center mm-hmm. and Alaska airline we're just gonna call Alaska wait
3: you're saying
2: the airport center is Zane it's Z-A-N I cannot see what it stands for. This is the Z A N, but it stands for something. It's Lil Zan. <laughs> Lil Zan. <laughs> All right, Lil Zan. We got Lil Zan, Lil Zanny right here. Lil
3: Zanny. <laughs> and then it's a, it's a mumble rapper.
2: Like, oh, <laughs> or it's Casey Anthony's nanny. <laughs> she didn't have a nanny.
3: She have the money for a nanny. That's why she killed her daughter.
2: <laughs> she had Zanny and the Annie. <laughs> Zanny the
3: nanny. <laughs> All right. To be a sitcom. <laughs> well,
2: eighteen. 18- <laughs> it's eighteen thirty-nine. Alaska Airlines goes Sinner fifty-three. Zan, little Zan goes Alaska fifty-three. Go ahead. Alaska
3: fifty-three. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> Stop it now. Um, Alaska, Alaska. Any traffic in this uh area? Do you do you, do, you, do you, headed towards Anchorage, Little Zen. Uh, I have one coming outbound from Anchorage towards McGruff, M- McGruff.
3: Scrooge McDuck.
2: <laughs> McGruff, I think it is McGruff. But at this time Mark McGrath It's a <laughs> It's a Piper it's a Piper not na not na, na, Navajo Navajo Piper Navajo Is it Navajo? Navajo maybe. Yeah, Navajo. So, it's a Piper Navajo at 12,000 and uh I have a s- same direction Ryan Air Beach zero 02 estimating over McGrath 0 four zero eight at two five zero other than that i don't have any other airplanes alaska okay we're just curious up at about our altitude uh headed that direction thanks we you haven't had any ufo reports lately huh and little zanny goes well i was just getting ready to ask you about that uh could you tell me uh the position of that aircraft Alaska, yes yeah, just underneath our radar, pick up picked up a bleep, moving about a mile a second, which is very fucking fast. Yes. Um yeah, literally. Just pulled out just pulled out straight ahead of us and disappeared. Then scarbled. Shot at him, but uh then he was there and then he was gone. A little Zanny. <laughs> I'm saying Alaska 53 Roger and uh uh did you have any visual sighting with that aircraft or anything like that Alaska negative we we just picked up we just picked up on radar the uh traffic and uh just watched it just pulled out straight ahead of us and di and just disappeared in a matter of seconds.
3: That's what she said. <laughs>
2: That sounds like it that sounds like something a little Zan would do at it like yeah. a, at a music festival. He pulled
3: out and then he disappeared.
2: <laughs> In a matter of seconds. In a matter of seconds.
1: <laughs> Bobby, he
2: moved at a thousand. He moved at a mile per second. <laughs>
1: That's
3: the fastest he ever moved. Getting <laughs> <laughs> the
1: fuck <laughs>
2: I think I like a Lil Xan as our return character. <laughs> We're going to have another return character later on, too. <laughs> All right. Um, Lil Xan. <laughs> Alaska 53. Rogers. Please uh, stand by, please. Alaska Anchorage. Alaska 53. McGrath. Lil Xan. Alaska 53. Go ahead. Alaska 53. McGrath at zero, free, four, four Level 350. Anchorage 0414 Landing. And pretty much, oh, let's see here. Los Alaska, 53, Roger. Contact Anchorage Center 118.260 DME, Southeast of McGrath. And I just checked on this. We don't have any military as active. There shouldn't be an, any military aircraft over where, uh, not talking to at this time operating in your vicinity. Uh, have you shown any anyone any else on? Have you shown any else? That doesn't make sense. Have you shown any else on radar since that last uh contact, Alaska? Uh, no, sir. Alaska fifty three. Will you? We'll see you next time. Good day. Then transmission over with.
1: Ground control to make it <laughs> right. Five, seven, six. So that
2: was a long one. Now we have one that is not that long. So we can get through this one right here. But it's the next day. Interesting enough, January 30th, 1987. The next day? The next day. Damn. Now, that one did not see this one. This one is... uh. This one this one's interesting because it is a military plane. This is the US Air Force K- KC
3: 153
2: KC and Jojo. <laughs> KC so they keep giving our characters names. So we have KC and Jojo talking to the Anchorage Traffic Center. Once again, we'll get an Anchorage traffic control.
3: Close to me, this thing is flying. <laughs>
2: So starts off Casey and Jojo. Yes, that was a good one. <laughs> I can give more. <laughs> Thank more <you>. after
1: that. <laughs> All right,
2: Casey and Jojo. Do you do you have traffic for us around one o'clock? Can't tell really the distance. Seems to be about low altitude. Then uh, Anchorage, uh, traffic center. Actor. <laughs> why did it call it actor? Actor two nine. Negative. I have no traffic in your one o'clock. And then, Casey and JoJo.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We're from California, just visiting up here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I have to say that? I don't know. Because Casey and JoJo are from California, and they're
3: just visiting.
2: People see this sort of thing a lot, apart from the Alaska-Japan uh, airline types. So, damn, they did a diss, did a diss track. They did a diss track.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> they
2: did a diss track up oh, here with it. Oh,
1: there.
2: yes.
3: That's harder than No Vaseline.
2: <laughs>
1: damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then
2: Alaska, <laughs> and then Anchorage calls to the coast. Actor 2 9. Very rare seeing the lights up there. The <laughs> Actor 2-9. The quality assurance staff at Anchorage Center here request that you give them a call after you land at Ellison, Casey, and JoJo. This is concerning the object we were looking at. Alaska. Affirma- affirmative, sir. So that was it right there. So those are UFO sightings. Now, that took a little bit longer time than I wanted it to do. But then it goes to... But we had to talk about that because now that gets into our story story.
1: Oh,
3: wait. That wasn't the story story?
2: No, nah, that's not the story story.
3: Damn. That was
2: just really the intro to a story story. Well,
3: okay. This is going to be a
2: long episode. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Uh, we're going to try to get through it as much as possible.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: but when we get a lot of us in there... <laughs> And then we got a diss track along other things. It makes it a little bit more difficult.
3: Wow. I probably wouldn't have gone so hardcore with my different musicians involved if I would have known that this was the intro. Gnome <laughs> Alaska. Okay,
2: so we're in Gnome Alaska. We're in Gnome Alaska. And we're going to start off our first story with. Let's see here, cause I got two, interesting two names on this one. Let's go with El Aaron Gilbert. Mm-hmm. So this is the case of Aaron Gilbert.
1: All right.
2: So, summer nineteen ninety four, Gilbert Aaron Gilbert went to stay with her sister Stephanie Gilbert Juarez, and her husband in Nome, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, her the stephanie gilberts hersman is stationed at the air force pay, base in jabur alaska mm-hmm. J-bar.
1: How's
2: it j bar j j b e r uh yeah i don't know <laughs> so it's i guess it's a big time air- air force station because i uh, air force base because when i looked it up it was like 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 a bunch of different shit, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna read on to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I read on to the shit. So, <laughs> Jabur, Alaska. Mm-hmm. So stationed there, she's staying with her sister. You know, just in Alaska. You know, um, she worked as a nannyish enough, and was attending and was attending to go to cosmology school. Cosmology or cosmetology? Cosmetology. Sorry, okay. cosmetology. Yeah, yeah. Makes okay. Yeah, makes a little bit more sense. Uh, <laughs> she also, she also wanted to be a writer as well, so I can relate to her. Um, um. So, she winds up meeting a guy by the name of da- David Combs. Um they first met at Ch Chil-Kolk. Chil S H I L K A K O O T Chilcok. Chilcut Chilcut. Chilcut. It's supposedly a huge nightclub, and I looked it up and it, it is a huge nightclub in Anchorage, Alaska. Good lord. So Chilcoot. Um so they wind up meeting there, and still a big time nightclub and good relax. from the last time I ch- looked, by the way, uh, so they wind up meeting there, and uh,
3: it's so popular because it's the only place that has decent heat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so they wind up meeting there, and uh, they wind up kidding it off, and they plan on going on a date, so. Hmm. Interesting enough, go on a date. Their first date was on July first, nineteen ninety five. Okay. So they decided to
3: go on a date.
2: Was it nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety
3: four?
2: Nineteen ninety five. Okay. She moved there in nineteen ninety four.
3: Okay, so it's been
2: a while. Yeah, so she's been there about a year now. Okay. Um so she goes there, so they start to go on their date and uh Combs picks up around four p.m., and then they headed to the Gridwood Forest Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how it goes from here. Combs says that by six, they went back to the car. So they went to go to the fair. Um, an eyewitness said they saw them together at the fair. Um. Combs says they went to go back to the car, so they were in the fair for an hour, which is weird. Why are we be in a fair for an hour? Could, uh, maybe I guess you can get done with a fair in an hour. Yeah, I guess so. maybe I don't I feel like it's Wait, worth. Wait,
3: are you it. are you saying that you've spent too? They've spent too much time there or not enough time there?
2: Not enough time, right? An hour in a fair
3: might like not be a very big fair.
2: I guess so. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I that. could
3: be done in, with a fair in an hour.
2: Uh, I just don't think that's a good first date there. An hour?
3: They might have had other things they wanted to do.
2: I mean, our first date, we, we stayed in the ice cream parlor for more than an hour. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if not
3: everyone hits it off as well as we did.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to equate everybody to our, our perfect relationship.
3: Yeah. <laughs> not everyone can be us. <laughs>
2: all right uh so they go back to the so they go back to the car and he discovers he left the lights on in his car
3: Uh-oh.
1: and the
2: battery died Ooh. which is another weird thing mm-hmm. does a would a battery die if you leave the lights on for an hour yes car so it would okay yes in the uh, let
3: me just say this i had an my very first car was an 89 Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. I left the lights on that thing for a damn minute that it would be dead.
1: Hmm. Okay.
3: So, but if, it, yeah, absolutely. That's not even a question.
2: And this is the part that really, really weirds me out here. Mm-hmm. He went to get help and he left her at the car mm-hmm. for two hours.
3: Uh, No.
2: he says when he came back she was gone
3: well of course (laughs) he left her in a car for two hours
2: two two hours
1: yeah Mm. that's
2: uh. so he came back she was gone he guessed that he had just that he just left that she just left you know obviously got a ride or something like that Mm -hmm. um Combs doesn't call till the next morning to ask Dan Melissa uh sorry, I don't want to call her Melissa. Erin Gilbert's Elbert Gimmet, who Aaron Gilbert's sister Stephanie. Did
3: you just say Elbert
2: Gimmet? i are I, I about to. I literally almost and I don't know where that come from.
3: <laughs> I do that all the time.
2: Uh, but uh called to see if she made it home. She didn't make it home, obviously.
3: One time I said Bam Herger.
2: We gotta, we gotta keep going. Okay, okay,
3: sorry.
2: sorry, sorry. (laughs) Okay, go, go, go. All right,
1: and
2: then, and that nobody has saw her in that two time period, that two hour time period frame, which Mm -hmm. is weird. So nobody saw her in that two hour time period frame. Um, Three weeks later, almost fifty people searched the area for a trace of Gilbert, and they don't find her anywhere. Mm -hmm, Nothing mm -hmm. of her at all. Um. There's a $35,000 award for her. That's a, yeah. lo-
3: that's a lot for today. So a lot. Back in the day.
2: Holy yes. crap. Um, Lieutenant Randy McFerron is the sole trooper in charge of working cold cases in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, huh, in America. Alaska. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's one. They, they have won. They have won. One police officer working cold cases in Alaska.
3: That's not shocking.
2: One, one person, and he was retired.
3: I'm not. I'm not shocked.
2: He was retired and came out of retirement. He said, "You, uh, ju-
3: you just said that that all, the all of the whole of Alaska has a smaller citizenship than just San Francisco."
2: But one person? I'm pretty sure they have more than one police officer working cold cases well, I'm in sure San they, Francisco. I'm
3: sure that yeah, I'm sure they do, but I'm sure they have more than one person
2: now. No, this is a cold case. This is this information is like from 2004.
3: A lot can change.
2: <laughs> okay, well, he states and.
3: I, I can't lie he's, kinda, the time. he's got sh- he's
2: kind of got the shit- he's kind of got the shitty shitty in the stick here mm-hmm. uh, Yeah,
3: yeah
2: you don't have any witnesses you don't have any human remains you don't have a crime scene you don't you don't have much of anything so it's going so it's going going to be very hard, but like I said, somebody knows something so um there is a Facebook group. For um, Ann Gilbert, uh, Stephanie, yeah, Stephanie Gilbert-Warez is very, very, very much, again, $35,000 for any information on her. So Wait,
3: there's still nothing on her?
2: No, nothing, no. She's up, Ooh. dissipated in the air. Wow. Wink, wink. So...
3: Wait, 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 wait. Is the whole crux of this story to say that she was abducted by aliens?
2: So I was trying to get to our next story.
3: Okay. All right.
2: So we're going to get to the story of the Palmer family.
3: Mhm. Are they addicted to love? <laughs> oh my god. Robert Palmer.
2: Yes, I get it.
3: I bring that up because I was a Palmer girl for Halloween a few years ago, with Alexis.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, let's see here. Now we're gonna stop talk about the story of Michael Palmer. He's fifteen years old. On June fourth, nineteen ninety nine, uh-huh. he was staying at the he was staying the night at a friend's house. So there's several boys staying at his friend's house that night. Uh-huh. Um, party kind of sort of. They planned to sneak out and ride bikes. Well, they didn't plan, they snuck out and ride bu- and rode bikes nine miles to a graduation party in a subdivision called Meadow Lake, and this is in Wasilla, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, they drunk beers at this party and left the party around 4 a.m. of all things. Damn, yeah. At first, everybody was together on the bicycles. Then they said Mike started to lag behind. They said at one point they finally noticed he was kind of like they he was kind of like you not know, there not there anymore. So they said they waited at Seven Eleven on Parks Highway, but he never sold up. So eventually, they was just like, I guess he went home. So they all drove back home. Uh, Mike's mother. Then calls or calls the boys around 3 p.m. the next day. And uh she pretty much reports them missing after after they tell them the story of that we was riding bikes and he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um so search goes on. Um they wound up finding a bike and I'm gonna say this right now it resembles Mike's bike mm-hmm. and it was located in the little Susichna Susitna Sus- 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 River. Um mm-hmm. uh, and they find up and wind up finding his his shoes at a private airstrip 200 yards from that river. So that's the only thing they can find from him. Now Mike's brother Chris does not believe that's his bike that they found. Mm-hmm I don't know why he doesn't believe that, but for some reason he says he doesn't believe that's their bike. His that's his brother's bike.
3: Okay. Does he say it doesn't look like his bike,
2: or? The only thing it says that he didn't believe that's his brother's bike.
3: I feel like that's kind of a. There should have been a reason,
1: like.
2: Well, I'm gonna get into some reasoning behind this right here. Um, Mike's father also does not believe the story at all that the kids are saying. He hired two PIs and one of them actually had to move from Wasilla because they because she was getting so many death threats. Mm. And the other believes that Mike actually never left the party at all or was either murdered at the party or kidnapped.
3: Mm. And then murdered.
2: Yes. Sorry. Because as we get into our last week's episode.
1: We gotta bring back our Dean Cole character.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Dean. Hey, I'm Dean Cole.
1: You wanna come to my party? No. <laughs> You're dead, Dean. <laughs> no, I
2: just reanimated and went to Alaska. No, you
3: didn't.
1: <laughs> the devil is alive. <laughs>
2: So, he had to bring back teen call for one weekend. Mm-hmm. One week. For <laughs> character. Okay. Good old, no. <laughs> good old teen call. Good old, you know back to where you came from. <laughs> Hell. All right. Um, we actually had a boy that claimed months later. He was telling a story. And, I again... High school tells, mm-hmm. he said he saw Mike get beat up, and shot on a bridge, and then tossed off a bridge. Now when the when the cops come to interrogate the boy, he tells the cops that he was just telling a fib. You know, I guess trying to seem cool like, yeah, I seen him get I'm murdered. Son, like, get murdered
1: off the
3: bridge, dude. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they bring tracker dogs out. And the dogs actually never tr- tracked Mike's scent to that river.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's a lot of things going up there that's kind of you know interesting. Um, so that's Mike Palmer right there.
3: Okay.
2: So he's one. He's the youngest brother of three brothers. So Chris Palmer's the one that we just heard from. Yeah. There's also a middle middle brother named Chuck Palmer. So, you African know. an
3: attorney.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, so, you know, they move on with their lives, the Palmer people do. They, mm-hmm. you know, the, again, Mike is. Missing. Up in the air. He's in the
3: upside down.
2: He disappeared up in the air. Get it? Mike's
3: <laughs> in the upside down? It, that is pretty good. That's pretty good.
2: And, uh, yeah. Even though it was Will that went to the upside down.
3: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Whoopsie.
2: <laughs> but um.
3: I have seen Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so April tenth, two thousand and ten. Uh, Chuck, the middle brother of Mike, mm-hmm. and pretty much all of them are going out to have going out to have fun. So Chris, they, they have went to talk, Tall. Kitna, Talkitna, once again, from the, you know, where the alien mm-hmm. planes were seen mm-hmm. going on to Talkitna there. So, Chuck Chris, their stepfather and their two friends, I'm going to put friends in quotation marks on this one, uh, are all hanging out in the Talkitna mountains, mm-hmm. about 70 miles from Wasilla. Um, on the morning of April tw- 10th, 2010, Chris's snowmobile handlebars had broken, so he had to stay at the cabin and fix, pretty much fix on his snowmobile. Uh, so, you know, Chuck, their stepfather, their two friends go out, ride snowmobiles the whole entire day. You know, just having a great, fun time riding snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. Um... Around 7.15 p.m., they decide to start heading back to the cabin. At one point, now, Chris is actually mis- experienced with snowmobiles. Chuck's not experienced with snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like his, one of his first like rodeos, doing snowmobiles. So, they start, and kind of like Mike, the gang starts kind of just moving ahead of Chuck as he's kind of like slowing down, slowing down little by little, And I mean, you think with adults kids, I can see see kids leaving a kid and then Mm -hmm. you know adults, you're like, why would you leave somebody behind? Mm -hmm. Um then this really doesn't add up right here. They say the last time they seen Chuck, he was heading off in the wrong direction from the cabin. It's like well why didn't you go after him or stop him. He's heading in the wrong direction then. But, reportedly, he's heading in the wrong direction last time they see him. He's not reported missing until the following morning. Now that following morning, a snowstorm hits. So now you can't have a search party out there because it's a snowstorm. So, Chuck's snowmobile is found in deep snow 12 miles from the cabin. Okay. There's no footprints around the snowmobile at all. Even though it was found in deep snow. Mm-hmm. No footprints. And they have never found Chuck's helmet. Even when the snow melted, they never found any trace of Chuck Palmer at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The fire chief, Ken Fer- Farina, who... Led the search for Chuck Palmer there. hmm Said that he's, you know, kind of, kind of know his woods, kind of knows his forest a little bit. hmm And he said an alien abduction is the only answer he could think of.
1: hmm <laughs> I'm sure.
2: Chuck Palmer is 30 years old and had three daughters.
3: That's really sad. Yeah. They probably miss their dad.
2: Yeah. gone without a trace. Some say he might have disappeared up in the air.
3: Some. <laughs>
2: all right. All right. All right. So we're going to get into our final story of the night.
3: Okay.
2: And, uh... We're gonna get into Richard Hills. Richard Hills,
3: okay. So
2: Richard Hills, um, it's an interesting person. Now his mother Dolly Hills actually had a younger brother at the age of thirteen go missing in nineteen sixty-two. It said she said that he was playing around the river and. Somehow, just never showed back up ever again.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um. So Richard Hill's on February twenty fourth, two thousand and four. Just got off his job. He goes back home. Then he decides he has to go to Anchorage, Alaska, to collect his paycheck. Mm -hmm. He works as an oil rig. He works at an oil rig, Anchorage, Alaska. Interesting enough, from uh, where he stays at, I believe it was. So so nuke, it's, it's hype. Somehow you pronounce mm-hmm. it like that. So something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he uh, he it's actually a hundred and fifty miles away from Anchorage, Alaska. Whoa. So he has to drive there and drive back. So he gets. So he does get to Anchorage, Alaska, to pick up his paycheck. Mm-hmm. On his way there, um, something happens. His red. Dodge truck Mm
1: -hmm.
2: was found on a stuck in a snowbank um inside his truck is his driver's license also his wallet with his paycheck Mm -hmm. and $292 in the center console Mm. of his truck um it is said from the Traces that he left in the ground. He did leave some footprint traces
1: mm-hmm.
2: that he was walking, and his right foot was dragging. So it's a lot of it's believed that he injured himself. That mm-hmm. he might have crashed and injured himself somehow. Um, he actually made it to a back porch of some somebody's house, mm-hmm. but I guess they wasn't home. I guess he's looking for help. And then his footprints is in at the on an ear on an airstrip. So that's where his footprint stopped. Now. His wife. and His wife admits. That at first she thought it might have been foul play. She said that he would double in cocaine. And he would do cocaine from time to time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And pills. And he was. He, he would go on Ben's drinking nights. Well, he drank out of the bar, you know, all night with his friends.
3: So, he had some
2: vices. You know, he had vices. He hung out with people that was going in and out of jail as well. So, you know, he had, he had that.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, his mom just can't accept that, you know, saying, you know, my son has to be out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um... His mom actually walks that route all the time. It's only 15 miles from the house. Uh So, so his mom actually walks the route all the time. Um, She's brought family members out there to walk the route to see if they can try to trace anything, find Mm -hmm. anything of him. She's brought psychics out there. She's brought volunteers out there. Mm -hmm. Now, she brought a British psychic, psychic out there that stays in the neighborhood. And she said from what she got was that he actually on a f- freezing depth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she said that two guys actually came and checked his pockets, pretty much try to try to find it and see what he was or who he was or whatever. Yeah. And then says that pretty much he got picked up by an animal after that. And, yeah. Um, His mom goes out and says that in my heart, I know he's gone. He says, I can feel it. Ricky and I were bonded. Or maybe that was his wife, excuse me. We're bonded. We were close. Ricky is not someone who disappears. Something happened to him.
3: Well, that makes me sad.
2: Yeah. Um. Interesting enough... In 2015, there is a body found when there is a forest fire in Alaska. Uh-huh. So I guess Alaska had a pretty big forest fire problem uh-huh. in 2015. Yeah. And they wound up finding a, a body in the forest there. And uh, pretty much they said it was an older guy that uh, they could tell a bear had got supposedly I didn't find this out till doing this research which mm-hmm. is really cool when you can do research and find new stuff out yeah. but bears they'll sometimes just bury their stuff that they eat oh wow and you know I guess to come back for it later on make sure no nothing else gets it then yeah. come back for it later on so uh, in Alaska they have a lot of different problems with that some of these missing cases are just people that were
1: got
3: by bears by,
2: got by bears and buried somewhere Good Lord. So uh, You're
3: making it awful hard, bears.
2: <laughs> Got damn bears. Those damn bears.
3: <laughs> damn bears. We're making our, our lives awful hard up
2: here. <laughs> hey, fuck you bear.
3: Those, those bears
2: they're making our lives a hell of a mess. <laughs> Is that your uh, Sarah Palin? I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's her going against that's her stance against bears.
3: We got these bears <laughs> just making a mess up here.
2: <laughs> well, uh,
3: was the body him?
2: Actually, it did not turn out to be him. It turned out to be another guy. Interesting enough, had the same name of Richard, but his name was Richard Bennett. Okay. And he actually was went missing, and he's from the actually the neighborhood that. He's about a square. He's about a mile away from where Richard Hills lived at. So, yeah, again. Yeah, lastly, you get missing people. Well,
3: there's kind of a relief of knowing that he didn't get yeah, he. Well, we can't rule out that he got that he didn't get bit by a bear, but we don't know for sure if he was got by a bear.
2: Uh, I rule it out because I think he was got by aliens.
1: <laughs>
2: so yeah so that is you know our fun episode uh uh-huh. huh ha- again should, should we should we just play that happy song again
3: if you want
2: to I mean I thought this I thought this is pretty happy of episode here
3: I mean yeah, it's a it's a definitely a happy episode
2: <laughs> compared to what we got. Oh yeah, compared to <laughs>
3: children
2: being raped, and- <laughs> murdered. Again, I promise no rapes this episode.
3: No rapes.
2: It got no rapes
3: that we know of.
2: We got hey, we got. I, I'm going for no rapes on this hey, one.
3: Hey, if they're getting abducted by aliens, they're they're definitely getting probed.
2: <laughs> that does that's not true.
3: You don't know
2: aliens. I, <laughs> Why are you speaking up for aliens? I hey, I, I have looked into a lot of alien research, okay, and I know for sure that you know nothing. That there's some people that have been taken by aliens that have not been probed in the butt. Okay,
3: sure. Let's
2: uh I do want to leave out on this note though, uh-huh. also as well. Uh besides our happy song. Uh, yes. let's say here that I know you hate, I know you hate nice little views when I read reviews on here. hmm But I mean, there's one review that I, I couldn't not stay away from here.
1: Just
2: read it. So Shill Kooks now is now called Kooks. Kooks. The bar. Okay. That David Combs met uh, Aaron Gilbert in. Again, still around to this day, and people view it now. There's a guy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, named Old Bob 22.
3: Okay.
2: And his lead on it was this is the opening to it is you must have an open mind but great fun.
3: Right? That's the title right there.
2: Um Chill Cooks is a moist nightclub.
3: Okay, you can stop. <laughs> I don't want to hear another word. I don't want to hear another word.
2: <laughs> we <Ew>. have <laughs> <With> great food. <laughs> Honestly, (laughs) but try the birdcage bar in the back. This place is a little racy. (laughs) I think he meant more raunchy, but he said racy. I don't know why he said racy. It doesn't
1: matter what (laughs) he
3: He said it was moist.
2: Are you saying old Bob 22 is definitely a milk guy? Yes. In any way. Old Bob 22 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You are a milk guy.
3: (laughs) Oh my God. Disgusting.
1: That is
3: so gross.
2: It's off color but not nasty. Wicked Wanda is a real performer. (laughs) It's a real entertainer. Excuse me. Wicked Wanda is a real entertainer. (laughs) If you just go to laugh at the goofy stuff they pull on the customers, you will enjoy it. So, is it kind
3: of like Dick's last resort?
2: Or or is it kind of like they, yeah, the goofy stuff they pull on the customers, like take them to a fair and leave them there for two hours? No,
3: he he took her to a fair for an hour and then left her in a car for two. (laughs) That dude
1: got away with murder. More Let's just I. be honest. <laughs> they were too fair for an hour. He left her in a, he quote
3: unquote, left her in a car for two. <laughs> and they haven't seen her since. I really?
2: I don't know who David Combs is, but I. But I'm, I came uh, back and she
1: was gone.
2: I'm pretty sure that he murdered, <laughs> he murdered Aaron Gilbert. I don't know how the fuck he, the thing is, I don't know how he got away with it. It's where Alaska. she's gone without a trace though do Without a trace. He's gone.
3: Yeah. It, uh, there are a lot of other people in Alaska gone without a trace. Here's what we but can... But that's because aliens though. Here's what we can learn from this story. If mm-hmm. you want to kill someone and really kill them, just go to Alaska. That thing is... Because someone someone will say it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And that's our alien disappearances of, of Nome, Alaska.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> this this is our happy episode right here.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, at least we had fun doing. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> barrel,
3: of, well, barrel of
2: fun. Look, we bought we brought in new characters. We had a mm-hmm. returning old character, Nice little Dean.
3: I wouldn't necessarily call it a character so much as an unfortunate reappearance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, we have our shit happen now segment here.
3: Yeah, we do have our shit happen segment.
2: All right. Um, shit happen. We got some really nice shit happening here. Yeah.
3: Right? Well, this is more shits happening.
2: Yeah so give it it to us some shit happening here okay
3: um well this does not affect you so much as it affects me Mm -hmm. um I don't know if anyone else that's listening to this watches Shane Dawson on YouTube Mm -hmm. but his collaboration palette with Jeffree Star is launching on the first I literally have money saved so I can just buy the whole collection
2: (laughs) how much is it?
3: Um, it's not gonna be cheap. Like, I—I mm-hmm. I mean, nope.
2: I just was just saying for our listeners. Them. I know. mean,
3: it'll. I could. I can probably get what I want to get for like two hundred dollars. Okay. Which isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the kind of thing where I would normally just ask someone to get me this for Christmas, but mm-hmm. it will sell out the day that it goes on sale. There's not even a question of it. Mm. So yeah. I'm beyond excited. Okay. Beyond excited. Oh. I have been watching Let me let me just sh- share this with you as well as our listeners. Okay, yeah. I have been watching Shane Dawson ever since he started YouTube. Literally. Mm-hmm. And I am such a huge fan. I was I was re- I was was in San Francisco around the same time that he was, well, not around the same time. I was in San Francisco when he did a book tour, and his stop was in San Francisco at the same time that I was there. But it was the day before I was supposed to go home, and I had to wake up so early. So I couldn't go see him, but I wanted to see him so bad. But I am such a huge fan, so this is like a full circle moment. Okay, yeah. It's like 12 years that I've been watching him. Maybe thirteen. This means absolutely nothing to you.
2: I've never heard this guy's name in my lifetime.
3: He's a YouTuber.
2: All right. So he's the guy that invented Dawson's Creek.
3: Uh, sure. All right. Uh,
2: oh, <laughs> I went to I went to the flea market for the first time mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I went to Nashville flea market. I got me a tomahawk, which mm. is. Pretty badass,
3: which is pretty terrifying.
2: Man, I like Tom Hanks. Honestly, I can't wait to get the one in Fairview. There was the one in Fairview that that guy owns. I'm saving. You're saving up money for that Dawson's Creek palette. I'm saving up money for the <laughs> Tom <laughs> <Hawk>. <laughs> That tells you how much our relationship works. I, <laughs> That's what no. our relationship goes.
3: <laughs> the thing that you're calling it the Dawson's Creek palette. In reality, if there were a Dawson's Creek eyeshadow palette, I would buy it. <laughs> Open up your morning night, say a
2: little, 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 little. Uh let's see here. Uh so yes, we have uh yeah, so I got a I got a Tom Hawk. I got a couple records which I got by the way. Mm-hmm. I think you really appreciate this record, cause mm-hmm. I think you was Nah, you didn't buy this one, but you was looking. At, I think you looked at this one though. Mm-hmm. But uh, nice little Dolly Parton and Porter Wagner
3: nice
2: record here. Uh huh. So some good old classic country music records. Yes. So uh, yeah, got me a record. Got me several comic books, including mm-hmm. uh. Uh nice nice comic book that I definitely am looking to forward to reading mm-hmm. with the uh X-Men mm-hmm. versus the Fantastic Four. Nice. Um So I got that uh got some socks, got some Florida State socks because mm-hmm. we're going to the Florida State game. Uh, going to Florida State versus Miami on Saturday.
3: Which leads to us saying, we're going on so, vacation. Yes.
2: I mean, and when you do a True Calm podcast, where do you go on vacation to? Florida.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you go to the beach.
2: And we're going back to Shop Choppy. We're going to go back there. So, honestly, if you are missing us and you're like, oh, I wish they had another episode for this week, just play back our Shop Choppy episode.
1: Yes, because
2: that's where we'll be. We'll be there. Maybe we'll find the person that actually got away with a killing there.
3: I hope not. I'm going to keep to myself. (laughs) Yeah, but we're really excited.
2: Oh, it's going to be really fun. I've, and don't worry, we will be podcasting because we will be starting up, officially starting up That's a Hit
3: yes. podcast. I put some examples of songs I think should be on That's a Hit no, on, yeah. on, the, on the playlist. Okay, yeah.
2: Well, I kind of thought of three songs that we should do for sure cause I think I want to do... A few episodes down there.
1: Okay. Well. Get a few
2: episodes done with. All right. So, we're going to start up that to hit podcast this upcoming weekend. Woo woo. While we're inside of nice little Florida. Yay. <laughs> we're doing something of very weird oh, right yes, now, it's though. <laughs> I
3: just don't think we should tell them they grin too
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> if the Elliot stuff did not creep you out yet. <laughs>
3: just holding hands
2: and flushing and flirting and flirting them around yeah it's like we're
3: like skipping
2: <laughs> <laughs> while talking y'all it's crazy talking for about that. our vacation
3: oh my goodness um
2: uh, but yeah but yeah i mean we got that shit happen uh, oh
3: um i have my shit happen okay yeah i have like converted Pretty much all my family over to Kanye to be into being Kanye West fans.
2: Really? So yes. did they listen? So they like the Jesus King?
3: Who would have thought? All it took was for Kanye West to be a really loud Christian.
2: Yeah, but I think he's starting to come into a cultist a little bit. He's starting going cult territory there. I
3: don't think he's going cult territory.
2: Uh, he has a commune inside of oh. Outside of Wyoming. I don't and, think
3: it's a commune.
2: Yeah, they all dress the same, babe.
3: It's Kanye West. He's a fashion designer, too.
2: Oh, oh my babe. You'll be the first one to be a Rodney. it was the 90s.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> you think you must think I'm really dumb.
2: I think that you'll be just a transfer to a cult. Cult people aren't dumb, babe. There are billionaires that are in cults.
3: Yeah, but, I mean... Tom
2: Cruise is in a cult, babe.
3: And Tom Cruise is an idiot. No, he's not. He he is
2: is Maverick. You watch your mouth, okay? I'm
3: not saying the character is. I'm saying
2: he is. Now, babe, let's just put it like this. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that your family sees the geniusness of Kanye, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but he is starting a cult. I don't
3: think he's starting a cult.
2: (sighs) It's okay, babe. It's okay. I
1: don't need you to do
2: that. Uh, My shit happened is that I haven't mentioned this in the last few weeks. I forgot about it. I kicked your ass in fantasy football, by the way.
3: Okay, I wouldn't say that you kicked my ass. <laughs> I would say you beat me. But I wouldn't say that you kicked my ass. I wasn't, like, bloodied and bruised on the side of the road.
2: Uh, let's just say... It was, it was if, close. It let, was
3: close.
1: Let's
2: just say that if this was a Richard Hill scenario, you definitely would have been Richard Hill. And I would have been the bear.
3: No. hmm. He's making this out to sound like he just dist- like destroyed me.
2: I ate you, and buried you so I could eat you later on.
3: No. You beat me. You made more points than me. But there was a good while for the majority <laughs> of the day where I, we really thought that I was going to get it. It was up until like the last game.
2: Yeah, well, that's true. It's true. That's true. It Was to like our last players that had to come victorious
3: on you. I mean, I think if someone's gonna, someone's gonna say like, "Ooh, I just destroyed you," there has to be like a fifty point margin, at the at least.
2: Uh, yeah, I think thirty. We'll we'll put it at thirty. I
3: I don't even remember what kind of margin there was in between our teams.
2: Uh, it wasn't that fair to It was probably like maybe like fifteen, okay. maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad, no.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, like I said, I mean, hey, you are going against a fantasy god, and I just had to win. Yeah, you won. All, all I do is win, win, win. No matter what, why do white people like that song? By the way, I need to ask you as of as a as my white analyst, as my white people (laughs) analyst. Why do white people love that song?
1: Because
3: that
2: song, you can't get away from that song. At any sports event, that song is getting played
3: because because it's like a victory song, because it's. But
2: there's so many victory songs. Why is that one that catches on?
3: Because for some reason, people white people love DJ Khaled,
2: but th- but specifically they love that song. Like because there's it, some songs
3: because it fits really well. I don't I don't like the song. It's not one that I'm like, oh my god, I have to put all I do is win on this playlist.
2: Yeah, I don't. I just really I'm really intrigued by that because I mean, going going up as a kid, you heard we are the champions from the time to time. Yes, but it wasn't like. But it's not like all you do is win. Like, all we do is win no matter where you go to. If the team won the game,
1: all I they are putting
2: win. that song on. What if they only <laughs> won one game
3: the season? They but are play playing win, that song. Win, win. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a stupid song. But I think.
2: Um... I don't think it's stupid. I think that it just got played out. Let's save that one for that's a hit. Maybe we should have that one be a... That's a hit. Maybe that should be one of our... But you films.
3: know why it was a hit.
2: Well, we know... it was catchy. Well, yeah, but... I mean, come on. I mean, we gotta talk about the formula of how these songs become hits.
3: I know, but the, I, I think... By
2: the way, perfect song for that... For, for that's a hit. Closed on Sundays. Closed on Sunday. But it's... It's
3: not... It just came out.
2: But it... Is the is by far the leading track on uh Kanye West's cool, album? Oh
3: yeah, because it's catchy.
2: Yeah, that's a hit.
3: That is. That's a the hit. point of that podcast.
2: I know. <laughs> I think
3: we have differing ideas of what of 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 what constitutes that song constitutes a song for that. What you mean? I thought that that was for songs that, that for some reason or another, were hits, but one of us doesn't understand how they were hit.
2: Don't understand how it's a hit. It's a shitty song.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, there we go.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that's how shit happened. And uh, I guess... We'll be out on this one, huh?
3: Yep. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Nice try, hairline.
2: And stay in jail, Elmer Wayne.
3: Yes, please.